1: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
2: 20 minutes a day, 365 days a year, is the Pack-A-Day Podcast.
3: Welcome back Packers fans to the Pack-A-Day podcast, the Thursday edition, the win and you're in edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. <laughs> on Thursday, I'm half of your crew, Jason Perrone, along with me as always of Packer Report is Mark Eccle, Mark Eccle over on the beach, how are we looking over there?
2: Looking good. Looking good. All's well here. Um, actually, in case I know, I don't know how people, I, I've gotten some tweets about my health issues and just let everybody know if, if you care. And I don't like talking about myself, but I did go see my doctor today, my surgeon, and he was very, very pleased with, with the results of my, whatever, x-rays and every other thing that they did. And, uh, I kind of been cleared to do almost anything.
3: Nice. Which well, you know, when you're running on the beach every day, Mark, story. of course you're in good shape. I'm
2: not running. I'm not. <laughs> running. I'm not I used to be, but now I'm, I still can't run. That's what it is. But but they do want me to walk as much as I can, which I've been doing. Running is still not not allowed. There's a few things: I'm lifting, any 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 overexertion is mm-hmm. not allowed. But right. But um. But I'm not. But like I said, he was very pleased, and the and the nurse was kind of funny. You know, she's asked me some questions, and she says. When was your surgery? And I said December twelfth. I'm thinking to myself, she doesn't, she doesn't know this. I'm like December twelfth. She's like, yeah, that's what it says here. She says, but I thought it was wrong because you don't, you look too good to to have had surgery just that that couple of weeks
3: ago. Uh-huh. I said, well, thank you. Yeah, well, so listen, good news today. Yeah, no, that is very good news. Glad to hear and glad you Packers shared it with everybody. Winning.
2: And I think the Packers winning away a couple of weeks and beating the Vikings have. Has certainly helped my progress.
3: It's a good prescription. I think. I think. You know. But though, Mark, I think. I don't know. I just. I feel like maybe five more games is probably would would do the trick. I. I. I don't think that's yeah. too much to ask. No. Yeah. So. Well, and hard stuff. Obviously, you know, this is this is this is the week where this it's on the radar. I mean, that's that's great news. You can never take any of that stuff for granted. And we're going to talk about the Packers matchup against the Detroit Lions. In week 18 again they win they're in the Packers don't need any more help which is great they finally control some of their own destiny
2: I, I still can't believe it but
3: it is know. and we're going to talk about how like, how we got here and what they're going to do with it but before we do that since you covered the league and you always have really good stories for us on the on the topic of health and and heart stuff too obviously a, a very scary situation in the Monday night game it's been talked about a lot on our our show by our other crews here but we have the luxury of having somebody, which is yourself who has actually covered the NFL before. So you've been in practices, you've been at games. I know that this is a very unique situation, but just from that perspective, as you're watching it on TV and maybe having gone through what you just went through, how did that, how did you take it in?
2: Oh, uh, it was, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I, and I was actually there. I, I covered the game. I was, I was young, very young. It might've might been my second year covering football, but, um, and I'm not, and I don't remember why I was there. So maybe I was there doing a sidebar. but I was there the night Joe Theismann got hurt. Oh, that, that um, was a bad one. Against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And that was until the other night. And I wasn't, that's, uh, I wasn't there in person the other night, but even watching it on TV. But I always said the Theismann thing was the worst thing i had ever seen in a sporting event. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this, and this, and obviously this, that, that doesn't even compare to this. I mean, that was a, a terrible leg injury, but his life wasn't, it threatened. I mean, his football career was over, which was was terrible. But this is just scary. I mean, this is just really, really scary. And I, I mean, I've never seen an NFL game postponed before like that. I mean, and, and they did the right thing. Obviously, I don't think anybody thinks that game should have been played. But yeah, yeah, it just it's just scary is the only word is that that I think wrap, that wraps it up. I mean, because every player, you you know what every player every is thinking that could be me, like he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he, he made a tackle, got up, you know, it wasn't like he stayed down. He got up after made the tackle and then just collapsed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, yeah, I've never, I've never, I hope I, and I hope, I, not, I hope, hope I never ever see anything like it again.
3: Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it was incredible the way that the crews that they had at the game and the NFL has on hand were yeah. able, not just ready, but able to, to jump in. I mean, you have to, you, <laughs> You don't expect it to be needed. I mean, they have emergency crews and doctors all over the place there. You know, one of the things I saw, which is true, is there's fewer places better than a hospital than, than on an NFL field if you're going to suffer a, a severe con, you know, medical incident. And it was just incredible work by them. I think the league did the right thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have any complaints. I'm sure if you look deeply enough, there's somebody who doesn't agree with, with what they did. But DeMar Hamlin obviously you know, that it sounds like he's slowly progressing. And, and, you know, I, I learned from, from, from you and our conversations when, when you were kind of going through, through your thing that when it's heart related, even though it's a successful surgery or they're reducing the amount of oxygen that he needs, for example, like when it comes to heart stuff, like there is no quick out of the woods, quick, you know, your, your recovery,
2: Right. patience is is the most important thing or one of the more important things in recovery you know and the other thing like when it happened i don't know what what you thought but i'm i'm first of all like it, the whole the whole day and night like this was one monday night game there hasn't been a lot of good monday night games this year to be honest with you right i, mm-hmm. I don't think i watched half of them i was like i don't and so's playing so i don't care about that game i'm doing something else this was a game where i was like oh this is gonna be a good game This is bengals and bills these arguably two of the top four teams in the league, right? Not even arguably two. They are two of the top four teams in the league. I don't think anybody can argue that top five anyway. And so my God, this could be a great game. And the game starts and the Bengals go down the field and score. And I go, "Wow!" The Bills come back, kick a field goal. Now the Bengals are moving. In. I'm like, man, this is, this is going to live up to its hype. This is going to be a great game. And then that happens. And I can't wait. Cause you've seen, we listen, I've, I've seen, I don't even know how many players get hurt. I mean, almost every game somebody gets hurt, right? Right, I mean, no, yeah. Not, mm-hmm. even, even a little ankle, or whatever it is. Something, yep. you, you see players get, get hurt every week, every game. And he goes down, and it, and you're thinking, okay, something happened here. And it, but then you bring. But even like I watched the Eagle game the, the, the day before. The Eagles played, who they played, the Saints.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And one of their players, the defensive end, Josh Sweat, got hurt really bad. Or, or I shouldn't say that. He got hurt. It looked really bad. And the, the same thing, the players gathered around, and the stretcher came out, and they put him on. And as he's leaving, he gives that, you know, the thumbs up, mm-hmm. and everybody, the crowd goes wild because okay, he gave a thumbs up. And it's as it turns out, he, he's out of the hospital. He's not going to play this week, obviously, but he thinks he he might be back for the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if the Eagles get a bye, he probably will be. He might be back for the first game. Mm-hmm. So, you know that, and I, and that's what I'm. I, as it happened, I'm like, okay, the guy's here. He'll he'll, he'll be okay. They go. They'll get him up. They'll put him on thing. He'll get the thumbs up. And well, no, that didn't happen. I mean, that, you know, and that, and and have to administer CPR. I've never, that's, that's that I've never seen that before.
3: That was the scariest. That was the scariest part for me. I, I remembered, I couldn't remember what it was. I had to look it up. It was at the end of the 97 season, there was a Lions player who needed CPR. He got hit. He needed to be revived. He was successfully revived on the field pretty quickly but he had paralysis and I, I think he may still be dealing with that this all these years later, but you don't, you know, and there was a, a player in the early seventies who, who passed away during a game. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's rare. It's real. it's really rare, but well, the in, one that,
2: the one that sticks out in my mind was um, not to, not that he died, but he got, was apparently was when, was when Jack Tatum hit Daryl yes. Stingley. Uh huh. I was a kid then, but I remember I that, that, you know, I remember that happening.
3: Yeah. And that was, you know, pretty bad too yeah that was that was a it was it was a bad one but now I mean the big difference between now and some of these other ones we're talking about is everybody's watching everybody's talking everyone's on social media everyone's discussing it and I don't know how much of an impact that had on what the league decided to do because we did hear them say they might they might try to resume the game and I just thought from a player standpoint it's it's going to be impossible to to do that. Yeah. And i i read as far as the packers go and I, this is no surprise to me at all but Matt LaFleur had said that the team had some uh they had some medical uh you know psychology psychiatry therapy uh, you know whatever their specialty was on on hand in the building the past couple of days for any players oh, that wow. wanted to talk about it, get together after practice or that needed to to kind of process it because whether you're at the game or you're not at the game, if you're an NFL player, I mean, if if somebody doing the same job that you do got hurt because of that job, even if you've never had that health problem or that issue yourself, it's going to resonate with you that you could suffer the same thing at some point. You oh just, yeah,
2: it's in your head. There's no, uh, you just never, you, can't be human. you
3: just, you just never know. And so I'm, I I am, of course the Packers I mean, the Packers have always, I think taken great care of their players. I'm obviously not in the building. I don't know everything about what they do and don't do, but just by the way, most former Packers talk about their time in green Bay, not all, but most it's right. a positive experience. And so yeah. the team has made, made those resources available to their players, which is, which is awesome, which is great. And, and I, I mean, you know, we're, we're a couple of days removed and it sounds like Hamlin is slowly recovering. So we'll just keep sending good vibes his way. And as we transition to some Packers well, what, talk,
2: one last thing I want to say about that, what, what you were just saying about players and, thinking what they're thinking now i in my dealings and i've dealt with thousands and thousands of players over 30 some years players have a have a and they and they need this i'm not saying this in a bad way they have a sense of invincibility about them
3: Mm -hmm.
2: they they know they play a violent game but i would say other than a handful of guys who are more realistic i'll I'll say none of them think it's ever going to happen to them right they think they're going to play for 15 years and and they're gonna, and they're never gonna get, you know, they they just think. And 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 I think you have to, like I said, I think you have to think that way. You can't play scared. But when something like this happens, I think that invincibility comes out, you know, gets thrown out the window because you're just like, oh my God, that that could have been like every Bills player is saying, that could have been me. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he made the tackle, but I if I got there, I would have made that. You know, who knows what would have happened? You know, what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. and 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 we'll know and we'll learn a lot more hopefully as 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 the kid gets healthier and comes around and you know but it's just it's something
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast
3: Well, I remember listening to Wildy and Toush and Mark Tausch, your former Packers mm-hmm. offensive lineman, just said earlier this week that you know that you're playing a violent game when you're an NFL player, but you never for a minute sit there and think that that's going to happen to you. It doesn't occur right. to you. It no, just doesn't. It can't. It just doesn't. You know, and that's why when when players get hurt, fans are like, you know, well, you know, they they seem so distraught. Like you, you know, you had to at least know that you could get hurt, but you, well, you don't. Th- plan to you don't think about it uh it just i it...
2: i've probably done 100 since i retired from everyday beat writer stuff and i i do like a lot of freelance writing now and i, I i've probably done 100 story, 100 more than 100 stories for the nfl nfl play.com website on former players and just like you know what they're doing now and how they how they retired and whatever just like little they're little feature type stories and a lot of it is about like what how they transitioned <laughs> From playing to not playing, and a lot of like, there are some that that planned it out perfectly. Like they, I had a couple of guys tell me like, yeah, I, I, as soon as I made my, as soon as I got that first big paycheck, I invested, and I knew what I, you know, I knew I was going to play for so many years, but I wanted to make sure I had, my, you know, and then mm-hmm. and, and they're the they're the, the the good stories that you want more players to read about that and say, oh, this is pretty smart. But but I've had so many players say stuff like yeah, you know, when I got, I didn't know what I was going to do. And you know, I was done playing, but I was only 30, 31 years old, you know, and I'm now I'm done. Pl- I played eight years. I'm 31. I'm i I'm out of the league and I got no idea what I'm doing. I'm sitting home and, and my wife's looking at me like, what are you going to do? You can't just sit around all day. <laughs> and, you know, and then, and then they found something, you know, but because they don't, they don't, a lot of players are, they're so focused on their, on their careers. And, and listen, it's, Playing in the NFL is that people think it's easy. It's not. No, it's it's
3: <laughs> playing and keeping your job, not yeah. being, you know, superseded right. by someone else.
2: And it's not. I mean, you know, like we and 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 we criticize. We, you know, that guy, oh, my God, that guy's terrible. He's killing. He's terrible compared to the, the guy he's playing. But he's still one of the whatever many best players in the world. Right. And he, and, and, and he beat out so many, you know, like the Packers every team brings 90 guys to camp every, every
1: year, mm-hmm.
2: only 53 of them are going to make it. So it's hard, you know, so first of all, you have to be better than those other guys that aren't making it. And then not just better than them, but better than the guys that are getting cut by the other teams. Cause right. we've seen it over every team picks up a guy from somewhere else and he makes it, and then somebody else on the team gets cut. So yeah,
3: well, those ninety I mean, guys come in, and forty-five of those—you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm—I'm I'm just estimating, but forty-five of those spots are probably already pretty much earmarked. Yeah, because of money more than anything else. Right. Once
2: you give a guy so much money, you ain't, you're not cutting them because it, you know, especially with a cap. Right. Because um, what
3: are we doing every year? Which we'll do again when we get into this upcoming off season, which hopefully isn't for quite some time. But hmm. is oh, don't they can't cut that guy? Everyone's going to claim him. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah, I mean, it, it just, you know, the perspective that, that you're talking about there about how quickly things can change could end. I mean, we don't know if he's going to play football again. I mean, I, I, someone, someone said, you know, if he's, if he recovers from this and gets cleared and he's able to play, there's a better than not chance that he'll probably play football. Cause this was his dream was to play in the NFL and, and be an NFL player. And, and they've got, I mean,
2: you know, I, 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 you're, we're, we're skipping ahead there. Let's, let's get him well, not of well, course. We're
3: skipping. Help. We're skipping way ahead. But I mean, I I, I want to lean towards the positive here, and I like right. the direction that things are going. I mean, I was really, I was really scared. Oh, yeah. I was, I was really scared, and I was literally speechless, just kind of standing there, sitting there, like, "Am I even going to be able to sleep tonight?" Because it but was, it was well. just, it was, you know, that was, that was a, it was a big thing. It was a, it was a really, really big thing. But, I mean, I and you know, speaking of guys who have played in the league for a long time, I was watching on wednesday i was i was they were kind of on i think it was uh, espn was recapping all the the must win games for aaron rodgers that he that he's been in he's got a pretty good record in these win and get in or must win oh, games yeah. i mean obviously we all know about the run the table in 2016 and when we look at the i guess we'll look at the, the injury report there weren't any defensive players on the injury report that are I mean, Rudy Ford's listed as a with a wrist and a knee, but he was a full participant. Chris Barnes was a full. Kayshawn Nixon was was uh, limited with the groin, but you have to think that he's at least going to be available for the first part of the game. I mean, the nice thing about the the way the Vikings game went was they got such a big lead that they didn't have to stress him and keep putting him out there. They could rest, let him rest for half a game and right. get a little bit of extra rest because groins and those soft tissue injuries yeah. are just are they rough. They're well, rough.
2: What happens is, you know, they don't go away. Like you might be okay this week, but then by the end of the game, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it flares back up again. So that or you was think nice. you're okay and you I wake up. He only up the next, three plays.
3: Yeah, or you or you think you're okay and you wake up the next day and you're sore. So, I mean, yeah,
2: think, but this, I'm, I think Nixon only played
3: three. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think he only had took three snaps. It might have been two, but I know for sure he was out there for two plays. But you could be right. He was well, one I
2: think he was out there, but the kickoff went went out of the end zone. Right. Yeah, I mean, it still counts, but I mean, yeah, he never do anything.
3: Right. Um, well, and then so I say this week, you know, let's let's just you know let's let's skip ahead, get off to a big lead, and be able to hmm. let some other guys rest as well, because that they, would be nice. It's well, it it would be, but the Lions are coming, and it and the so the interesting thing about this game is, as everybody knows, is the way that the schedule has played out or is, has been laid out for this week. There's been a lot of discussion about the favorable situation that the Packers are in where by the time their game kicks off, most everything else is going to be known. So the lions may not, the lions may not even have anything to play for. If Seattle already wins, if Seattle wins on, on Sunday, the lions are out and they're right. playing And Seattle's playing the Rams. And I think it's in Seattle. So that's going to be a tough game for the Rams to, to win. And so the lions are hoping against hope that the Rams can pull off the upset. And then they have this small task of trying to upset, or, or I guess I could say upset because the Packers are favored. The Packers at Lambeau Field and on Sunday night with with Aaron Rodgers, who's been in this situation a long time, and I always say, go with go with the quarterback. And so as we look to the defense here, Mark, maybe one of the first places to start after any other points you want to make is Jared Goff does not play well outside and in the cold.
2: No, he doesn't, and that's that's a big factor. The Lions is a team. I mean, they listen. Dan Campbell's another guy that he's done a great job with these Lions. He, I mean coach of the year is, is a tough, tough task this year. He, mm-hmm. And he, you know, he deserves to be in the conversation. I, I think, like I said, I think Brian Dables from the Giants is coach of the year, but um, he's certainly in the conversation for what he's done with this Alliance team. that has been a joke for most of the last, how, how many years? I mean, right. I mean, huge turnaround. Um, what's that?
3: Huge, huge turnaround. Yeah.
2: I mean, just the fact that they had, just, just the fact that the Lions are going into week 18 Still alive, is an accomplishment, You're right? I mean, and they started off terrible too. That that went over the Packers at Ford Field, which was an awful game, by yeah. the way, and the worst game the Packers played I mean, the Packers played some bad games this year. To me, that might have been the worst game. I
3: think play. it was because the
2: Lions kept trying to let them win it, yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't. And the Packers re- refused to take it. But I, that kind of turned the Lions' season around. They're only I believe they're only lost since then. But well, they lost to the Bills. On Thanksgiving, in a very good game, they played the Bills tough. On Thanksgiving and lost, and then they then they got blown out by Carolina um, a couple of weeks ago. I, I I watched that game because it was Carolina, and I get I get every Panther game, and the Panthers just blew them away. And I think they were just kind of it was one of them weeks where they were due for a loss. They they, they just played so well for so many weeks. They were a little bit, of but it was also cold. out. It was mm-hmm. the coldest game ever played in 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 Charlotte. I forget what the temperature was off the top of my head, but it was it was it was without it it was they, they set a record for the coldest game in Panther history. So yeah, cold could cold could could bother the the, the Lions. Uh, now, what, getting back to what what you mentioned about the Seattle game, I, I think there's two ways of looking at this, and and we we talked briefly about this be, before we started re- recording. The obvious angle is what you said that if Seattle wins. The Lions are not going to the playoffs, no matter what. But then, see, then the Lions come in with a nothing to lose. I mean, they, they, they're it could work either way. The, the Lions could come in angry that they're out and want to make something of this. All right, so let's just we're not going. Let's knock the Packers out too. Let's let's take them with us. You know, like, But again, there's going to be some players that are just going to be bummed out that they that they have no chance. So that'll be interesting to see. The other factor, if let's see, if Seattle does lose. I mean, Baker Mayfield's capable of putting together a good. I mean, they they beat who they beat a couple weeks ago. The Raiders. The, yeah, I mean Raiders. Seattle. After he was in needle. town
3: for two days.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like again, it's not. Seattle's okay. I don't think they're like a, some kind of juggernaut that you know. There's no way they could lose. But so but let's say the Rams do upset. Them. Say Mayfield plays great and Geno Smith doesn't, and, and the Rams win that game. All right, so now the lions, the lions are alive, and it now it's now it's a basically a a mini playoff game because the winner advances and the loser doesn't. So, yep. uh, are the lions
3: ready for that? It's Dan Campbell. I mean the 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 other the other success that they've had, Mark, is the mental edge. I mean, I, as the Packers and as a Packers fan, right now, I don't want to see the Lions. I mean, they're 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 a team that I'm. I these are not our father's lions. These are not, I should say, yours and my lions from. <laughs> From back in the day, the the same Lions yeah, franchise that Lions from last year, I guess, <laughs> from last year, or or the Lions for, who didn't win at Lambeau Field twenty five years consecutive. I mean, this is a completely different this is a completely different team. And even if they're they have nothing to play for, Dan Campbell has. I mean, if you watch the you know just Hard any enough. any of the insights on yeah, he they he is. You want to talk about a players' coach? I mean these yeah. these guys literally run through a wall for him and they believe in him. And and even though this season might not turn into anything because look, they have to learn. They've put together a nice stretch. They have to learn how to do it for a full season. That's obviously the big difference between teams like the Packers over the years and the Lions and the Bears is you got to do it for a full season. You can't take half the season off. I mean, the Packers might learn that lesson very, very soon here too, that they slept walk through five weeks and, and lost five in a row. But yeah, this, this team's going to be ready, but I, I think, the so I, I the good comparison was back in 03 the packers had to i think they had to win their their last game of the season they were playing the broncos and they blew the broncos yes. out in, in in that home finale but mike sherman didn't want any of the vikings and and cardinals scores or highlights being played or shown to the players because if the vikings won the game it the packers were out didn't matter the, right. the vikings had to lose to the Cardinals, who were terrible that year, and the Packers had to beat the Broncos. Well, the Packers were beating the doors off the Broncos. 31-3-5. 31-3. 31-3. on Green had a 99-yard run for a touchdown. Everyone remembers all the big plays in that game because we all remember that game, which it, you know, had, had things not gone down in, in Arizona and Tempe like they did that day, I don't know how many of us would remember that game, but I remember that game very vividly because all of a sudden it was reported, you know, all of a sudden the crowd starts cheering because they're looking up at the boxes or in the, in the suites and let the TVs in there. And the word is slowly traveling that, Hey, the Cardinals just beat the Vikings. They just upset the Vikings and the Packers. All they, then all they had to do was kneel out a win and they're in the playoffs. And we all know what happened the following week. It was against the uh, Seattle. Once again, let's, let's dunk on them that we want the ball and we're going to score. And the, they didn't. Yeah. Al Harris with the pick six. So, I mean, if if you're the Packers and Seattle wins that game, I, I plaster it all over Lambeau Field and make sure Detroit. There's no question about them knowing. <laughs> hey, you Show got
1: highlights, right? You got nothing to play fisting. for
3: because of all of the 47 guys who are active. There's some of them are are good. There's going to be some wind taken out of sales. There's just no way that they're all gonna they're all gonna just be up. Now listen, the Lions have always been a problem for the Packers, even when they were bad this is more so in Detroit, but the lions have always played green Bay tough. They always have come up with little weird plays here and there. I mean, I remember last year in the last game of the season when they had nothing to play for the Packers didn't either. Cause they had everything sewed up. Right. They were running uh, flea flickers and fake. Then they fake a punt? They faked a Yeah. they all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. And they ended up winning. They ended up beating the Packers. And so I'm not that it, it mattered from the seating standpoint, but they're, they're a tough team. They're going to be a tough out, but, uh, you know, one other thing I saw was Mike Wall, who does some some good film work, and he has his on my block podcast. He talked about the Lions offensive line. I mean, They, they ran for 200 yards last week against the Bears. Now, the Bears obviously are not good this year. Right. But or, Jamal Williams or, or several years or several years. But Jamal Williams is on pace to when you're when you're starting to, to touch some of Barry Sanders records in Detroit, like whether it's, you know, one season or a career or whatever, that's a big deal they're running with a lot of confidence and their offensive line is extremely well coached. I think the Packers got a little bit of a breather last week because they were going up against some backup linemen that they lost. uh, I think it was, uh, O'Neill, the right tackle. Yeah. And so he went out and then they were in their third string center, who I know you said was maybe an upgrade over the backup, but still not Garrett Bradbury. And so I think the yeah. pass rush, maybe especially Kenny Clark in the middle of that defense probably benefited a little bit. The lions are the, you know, it's, it's a, it's a wall. I mean, Garrett, Jared Goff doesn't get sacked very much. And I don't think he's thrown an interception since that Packers game. He's taken really good care of the ball.
2: Now the lions, the lions are like, yeah, no, they're, they're not a pushover. Like you said, they're, they're not the lions that went winless whatever many years ago, or, you know, have, have come in last place for whatever many years in a row. They're no, no, this, Listen, there's teams I'd r- I'd rather there, there's teams I'd rather not be fa- there's teams I'd rather face than the Lions but there's teams I'm glad the Packers aren't playing too I'd rather be playing the Lions than Kansas City or right. uh, you know Cincinnati or San Buffalo, Francisco or, San
3: Francisco right
2: or or the, or the Eagles or the not the Cowboys because the Packers kind of beat them but uh, you know but it, it'll be a good game I mean it's you know would I rather be playing the Bears yes. Would I rather be playing the Colts? Yes. Would I rather be playing, you know, um, Houston? Yes. But they're playing who they're playing. They owe the Lions one because the Lions did beat them in Detroit, mm-hmm. like we mentioned. Um, not this defense, and that's what we're, we're supposed to break down. The defense. the defense is coming off their best game, definitely their best game of the season.
3: Most complete, yeah.
2: Best game of, when's the last time the defense? I mean, I'm not counting the last two touchdowns because they came against the back you know the Packers had, had cleared the bench by Co- I mean Corey Ballantyne who I forgot was even on the team gave up the one touchdown pass I mean they, the, that Packer defense allowed three points last week and the three points came after a blocked punt gave the Vikings the ball at the one yard line mm-hmm. to me that was the game when when the Vikings got the ball at the one yard line and could only come away with three points and
3: went backwards
2: yeah I I, and no penalty. it wasn't like the holding penalty pushed them back. They, they just didn't. They couldn't move the ball from the one yard line. I said to myself, I have said, Packers win this game. I mean, if the Vikings can only get you give the ball to at the one and they only came away with three, that to me that was that was the game. That, and then you turn the around and and
3: then, then Kayshawn runs one back. Like at at yep. that point, you're He's like, right, oh, next, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I I don't know, Mark. I mean, I guess and looking at this season, that they, they the the defense is. Had some okay games. I mean, they didn't win a lot for the, in the middle of the season. I, I think they had a couple big turnovers in the Dallas game. You could point to the Tampa game against Brady Tampa on the road. They where you know if their defense doesn't clamp down like that, you got two Chicago games. I don't know. I mean, you could, the the defense but they, actually a good
2: offense. I mean, with, I mean, with, with the think, exce- people call the Vikings frauds, and the, I mean they're not a, they're they're certainly not as good as their record indicates. Although you are what you are, I mean, yeah, twelve. But they're
3: they're good offensively. You're right. But
2: I mean, Justin Jefferson is uh, is one of the best receivers in a long, long not just this in a long time. He's one a. 1A, he's
3: one a behind Devonte Adams, if you ask me. With Cooper Cup not playing, yeah, Cooper Cup's up there too.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, no, and Jamar Chase, but no, he's great. He's a great, great player. And Jair Alexander just he talked the talk, and then and then he was Muhammad Ali. He he said he was going to shut him down and he did. I mean, just unbelievable effort by the by him and the rest of the Packer defense. You know, Adam Thielen isn't terrible. I mean, you know, for years he was he went. I didn't even know he was on the team Sunday. I mean, what do you have? he, he caught one ball. One
3: ball, um, yeah. And he's he's obviously taking a. He's you know he's aging. He's it happens. It happens. But he's still there.
2: Right, but you know, and Dalvin Cook's a good now. You, as, as you mentioned, the line was banged up, but we've seen Dalvin Cook hurt the Packers more than once. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. He's yeah. the one who couldn't get in from the one yard line. He gave yeah. him the ball on second and third down, and he and he went
3: zero minus one. Even even Hawkinson. Hawkinson had twelve targets. He, he had more targets than anybody else. Caught a bunch of balls, but he couldn't get loose. Quay right. Walker played well, and, and Osborne, the receiver, I think he's actually your, their number two now over Thielen. Yeah, I think he's past and, Thielen. Yeah, he's he's no slouch either. I mean, they've got really like you said, they've got they've and got Kurt good Cuffins, players who
2: I can't stand. But you know, people, some people I fight with people all the time about if he's good or not. He's a good fantasy player, I guess. I don't play fantasy, so I don't think he's very good. But um, you know, but you know, people were talking about him being in the, in the MVP conversation. Well, I think we saw that
3: he's yeah. Not. I don't. I don't. I think he's out of. I think he's out of that. But you know, yeah. they, they, the old argument about whether they're frauds or not, or if they should have as many wins as they do. At the end of the day, you know what they have? They have the wins that they have. Yeah. And it's they like find, you said.
2: And and I was worried. I, you know, even though I thought when they didn't, you know. That, that, I, I thought that first possession, or whatever, after the block punt, I thought that was so huge. But in the back of my mind, whatever, what, what was the score at halftime? Something to three. 21, was it? 20 to three? Whatever it was. Yep. And the announcers were saying it too, like, hey, like they were joking a little bit that, ah, oh, the Vikings got them right, right where they want them, you know, because like, this was a team that was down third, and that was against the Colts, but... This was a team that was down thirty-three, nothing, and came back to win.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and they've come back in what nine of their twelve wins. They had to come back to do it.
3: Oh, all, all so the things they've come back, one score wins, all that, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So they
2: had all that going for them, and the Packers just, to use Matt Lafleur's quote from a couple of years ago, he, they, 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 kept the foot on the gas. It was all gas, no break. I mean, they just kept, they kept it up. Now, again, the, the Packers didn't play a perfect game, damn near. I mean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, they a couple, I would like to see more touchdowns instead of field goals sometimes, but you know, great game and the defense now that now this week, the defense gets, like I said, a much better offensive line,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but not quite the weapons lions right. have some, have to have, you know, Jamal Williams is having a nice year. The St. Brown kids, very good. So the Packers defense, if they play anywhere near, if they put out any, anywhere near the effort they did last week, they should be okay. I mean Alexander. I would hope Alexander follows Saint Brown the way he followed Jefferson, which is not to say he covers him every snap, but the majority
3: of the time. But it's coaching matters, and and then listen, the Vikings have a good coaching staff too. But yeah. Dan Campbell, former player, you know, just fiery. He's he's going to have this team ready to go. They're gonna they're gonna be ready to bring it. And I like I said, I just kind of hope there's some wins that are. Taken out of the sale. Now let's not forget. You mentioned St. Brown. Let's not forget D.J. Chark is yeah, with the Lions player. now. Jamison Williams is active and playing, and he's you know after yeah, the, I the, the big first rounder. He,
2: yeah, has he done okay since he's been active?
3: I'd have to look at the stats, but I know he's got wheels even after the injury.
2: Oh, he he's he's oh that I mean that was that was a smart pick by the Lions.
3: Yeah, because
2: you know they they weren't. I don't think they were looking at this year as as their year. I mean. So they were they were able to take a guy that that didn't have to play the entire year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and if he didn't get hurt, he would have been a top ten pick, probably,
3: right? I would think. Oh, he, yeah, definitely. I mean, he almost was even after he did. But yeah, and you've got DeAndre Swift, the other running back too, who I think is more dynamic than Jamal. All the running
2: Williams. game is pretty good. Yeah, the running game, like you said, they've, but, they've run, they've they've. So again, so if if you're Joe Barry, and speaking of Joe Barry. I don't. Uh, he, he, he his his unit played. I mean, again, uh, if, if if we're gonna give Barry a lot of the blame when the defense was bad, then we don't we have to get him a little bit of credit. For when it's good, when it's good, right? Yep. I mean, again and again, I still think it always comes down to players mm-hmm. and coaches. I think coordinators sometimes get a little too much blame and credit, but sometimes it's. You know, I mean, we all scratched our heads sometimes at the at the schemes that the Packers employed at certain times but last week i mean i i couldn't complain about anything that they did yeah jamison williams he's played in five he he hasn't done much he has one one catch but it was for 41 41 yards
3: yeah that that'll help that'll help yeah. the stats a little bit there yeah i mean he's he's a so presence he's a there i the would chance. say fortunately he hasn't gotten his wheels under him and so that might that might help the packers versus having a him having played for half a year and he's more in gel with golf and the offense and he's the you know everything else that's going on there so listen it is yeah, and, it is and, what it is and the, and the Lions the Lions knew picking him that he was probably going to be a late season ad so that's no yeah. surprise
2: yeah that he they drafted him for next year
3: yeah next NBA. year
2: they're looking yep. at him and St. Brown is being a pretty good combination
3: yep and um, they will be they're they're going to be a problem yeah. for sure and the, the now they're tight
2: ends does mean Brock, Brock Wright is is their their mm-hmm. number one now since they they traded Hawkinson and He's got twenty three. He's he's caught eighteen balls for two hundred and sixteen yards. He does have four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So I guess you you, you got to be be aware of him in the red zone. But you know sixteen games, eighteen catches. i mean, he's not exactly I got it. They look to
3: no. But tight line. ends. You saw what Minnesota's that, game yeah. plan was. I mean that the the opponents want to get the tight ends going against the Packers. Although Quay Walker's grown up a lot. I mean he's. Yes. You know, if it be only because Devontae Wyatt hasn't played enough uh, for, again, you know, pounded on the drum for more snaps for Wyatt. Well, he played a lot last week. He did, and when he got in there, he, he. I mean, he was he was stuffed. you know, he had one hand free, and he still got a hand on the running back and stopped him in, in, in order to make a tackle for a very short game. Like I thought
2: Wyatt, he wasn't a star last week, but he held his own for his first time really yeah. playing.
3: Yeah, he really he, did. And yeah, Slayton,
2: I thought, had a great
3: game. Slayton was fantastic. And, in fact, the second tip, I think, uh, maybe it was the first tip. The first tip ball. If he doesn't get a hand on it, Jair might have jumped
2: probably it. Say, yeah, but he don't
3: know that. that. No, that's fine. Get your hand. I would Listen, I would rather have a defensive lineman get his hand on a ball nine out of nine times than get one interception out of nine times. Like, that's, you no, just affect you. the ball. Because... That other tip is where Amos got his interception. That was a gimme. I mean, it was it went right to him because it didn't have any air right. under it. So yeah, absolutely. Wreck it as much as, as, as you can. And I, I think the if the pressure, 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 it's the same story every week is Ken Preston Smith and Kingsley and Ibarre find their way towards golf when he, the offensive line has been really good and you're now you're not dealing with Rashawn Gary. And yeah. so what is, you know, you're talking about Joe Barry, Joe Barry's going to have to earn his bread. Once again, he's going to have to get creative and come up with ways to try to get pressure on golf. And now that you've got two dynamic running backs, I I think if you take, you take Jamal Williams and Deandre Swift, I think the two of them in aggregate are better than Dalvin cook and, and Alexander Madison.
2: Not as for the, explosive as,
3: as for the Vikings. Mean. But if you talk about like in the, in the passing game and where, if, you know, if you take Quay and you try to rush him up the middle or you put him on the edge or something like that, and, And I think Goff and the Lions might be better able to exploit something like that. But listen, it's going to be – we're we're missing the obvious here, and especially for what our show was for a long, long time. It's going to be outside, and it's going to be cold. Now, it's not going to be freezing cold. It's a high of 33, a low of 22 on Sunday in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. The wind's only going to be 4 to 7 miles an hour. That's cold
2: for a team that plays inside.
3: It is. It is. And there was a lot of complaining – uh, I, maybe from one particular chat you know, amongst Mike Vikings fans talking about the the Lambeau Field turf and how they might have doctored it. Listen, that yeah. you know, come on, your equipment staff's got to know what cleats you should be wearing. So hopefully the Lions do what the Vikings did and wear the wrong cleats. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe get the, maybe those get lost on the way to Green Bay and they kind of go with the you know I would be even better if they were wearing their turf cleats. <laughs> that might be that might be a lot of fun. It'd be an ice escapade show. Yeah. Yeah, with, the, with with the Lions players out there. But I mean, it's, it's I think, you know, we're kind of getting to the point where we, we're going to, you know, we're going to have to give our picks. And it, it just, everything, we, we were talking about this beforehand, everything is really set up. And your worst nightmare has now been taken off the table, Mark, yep. because they can't win and not get in. Right. They that can, was my,
2: yeah, that, just in case people don't know. What I had said a couple of weeks ago was, I was worried that the Packers would do everything that they needed to do, but wouldn't get the help they needed, and would win out and lose a tiebreaker to whoever, right? Or or lose by half a game to Washington because Washington would be whatever nine seven and one, and the Packers would be nine and eight, and and then I'd be and then you could you'd be kicking yourself over that loss to Washington or that loss to Detroit or that loss to the Giants or that loss to the Jets or you know, but now all that doesn't matter. I mean, they, yeah, they lost. Well, I guess it doesn't matter if if they would have won any of those games I just mentioned, they would be in right now, and, and they'd be and Jordan Love would be playing quarterback this week because so they would have the whatever scene wrapped, wrapped up. But um, but now it's in their hands. And I, I a month ago, I think every Packer player, fan, coach, stockholder, whatever would would have signed up for having to beat the Lions
3: and, and get in the playoffs. Absolutely. That's what they play the game for. Get in and see what happens. And you yourself said maybe this easy street one seed two seed thing isn't for this Green Bay Packers team.
2: <laughs> well, last time they went to the Super Bowl, they were they were the sixth seed and and you know had to knock off Philly and Philly, Atlanta and Atlanta and Chicago in in Chicago to to get to the Super Bowl. So let's get in first. Let, let's. I think getting back to the defense again one more time. Yeah, I want pressure on Goff, and, and of course you want that. And But I also want – I think what has to happen first is what you said earlier. Stop the run. Stop Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. I mean, Williams Williams is six yards away from 1,000. Um, he's averaging four yards a carry. He's got 15 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's having a – and everyone loves him. He's a great guy. I mean, it's it's a, it's a shame the Packers had to let him go. And it's a real shame that he signed with a division. I would love to see him sign with the Miami Dolphins or the New York Cats or something. And we wouldn't have to see him. But Especially once. this yeah.
3: week. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Um, but he didn't. He went to the Lions and, and he's having a great year. DeAndre Swift, 517 yards as, a, as the number two guy. And it's not bad for a number two guy. A averaging 5.6 yards a carry, though, which is pretty impressive. So, yeah, they got it. They, they, they can't let Williams and Swift can, can control the 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 ball and the game Um, shut them down, make it third and seven, third and eight, not third and one and third and two. And then you can, I would do two. I mean, like you said, that that's a pretty good offensive line. Right. So I don't know if I go full and I love the blitz. I'm I'm all about blitzing, but I don't know if I, I might want to confuse golf a little bit, like maybe do some stunts and have more guy, like look like you're going to blitz, but really drop guys in coverage. And make golf make mistakes. He hasn't. He hasn't made as many this year as he's had. His numbers are pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. very they're twenty twenty nine touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's that's pretty good. His overall rating's exactly a hundred. But I mean, like you said, he's not as good outside as he is inside. But I would try to confuse him. I, I would put uh, give him some things he that he hasn't seen. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm hoping Keyshawn Nixon can play some defense this week just to add another. Um, quality defensive back to the the group of Alexander and Douglas. And Darnell Savage coming off probably, but without a doubt, his best game of the season.
3: And credit the Lions for taking the pressure off of Jared Goff. Some of the things that he had to do. Obviously, the Rams went to a Super Bowl with him. And in that year, they kept, again, if you keep it manageable and let him do what is helpful for the offense – then they're going to, then good things are going to happen. But if Goff Packers get a big lead and he's got to try to chuck it up there 35 times in the cold, I like the Packers chances of getting some pressure, make him making a bad throw them. You know, they've finally, the Packers are peaking as far as taking the ball away. They've, they've, you know, I think over half their turnovers have come in the last three or four games. This is the time for them to do that. And they're peaking and playing well at the right time. The whole team is really, but the defense has really been playing well. They've got a, have a ton of confidence. The safeties, I think, all the safeties got a pick last week. If you include Darnell Savage in that equation, okay. and Jair Alexander had a great game, so let him and Rasul. You know, they they let them kind of figure out what they were going to do with Jefferson. You, you let them kind of figure out what they want to do with Saint Brown this week. Because Saint Brown killed him last week or last season, and Jair was was out. I don't think he he didn't play. I think no. Jair didn't come back till the playoff game, so playoff he wasn't in right. there for that one. But yeah, let them figure it out. Let them peek out and do what they do, and hopefully the Packers come away on the right side of things. Which, you know, I think things are leaning as kind of what I was what I was kind of setting up before with everything falling into place. Is this just seems like this just seems like a classic Green Bay Packers kind of game? It just I, I it's it's hard to it's hard to lean the other way. So I guess without any further ado, Mark, how does this one play out? I think the Lions opened up as a four and a half point dog and it stays there. I, and I think it might still be there. So mm-hmm. it's at Lambeau Field. We've got a lot of history of the Packers being in this game. In fact, they were in one against the Detroit Lions in Detroit in 2016 during the run the table. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers had a phenomenal game in that one. So what happens on Sunday?
2: Packers win. I mean, they, they they didn't come this far to 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 lose. Now we picked them. I think we all picked Jacob was, but we all picked them to beat the Vikings last week, and we were right. You guys had it had it a little closer. I I didn't have it I didn't have quite the blowout that it was, but I'm here's what I'm anxious to see too. And because uh, Vegas knows more than anybody, right? That line's four and a half. It has been a steady four and a half most of the week. And I think it'll stay there. If Seattle wins at four o'clock, four, I guess they're playing at four o five or is it four twenty, whatever time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Eastern time, but um three three twenty-five in Green Bay. If Seattle wins is that line going
3: to go up? Oh, that's a good point.
2: Probably, right?
3: I would think, so. I would think he you said earlier, maybe a little bit. It's got to go up a little bit again. There, there's so, somebody, somebody on that team is going to be deflated. <laughs> I hope it's got <laughs> right. <laughs> Someone's going to be deflated. It's not going to be Jamal Williams. I can tell you that he's going to be ready to go. He's going to come out, play catch with the Packers fans in the stands and be his phenomenal, <laughs> usual human being self. And then he'll have a game. And listen, I hope he gets those. Listen, get those six yards. Let the Packers get up. Three or four scores, you know. Let let Jamal kind of ease out, kind of relax a little bit, ease his way into the off season, get ready for those tee times he's going to need, since they're not going to be playing any any football, any playoff football, and and let him get his let him have his great season and, and celebrate that with his health and everything else intact. And you know that's that sounds pretty good to me. I I, I think no. yeah, I think the Packers win this one too. And I don't know. Yeah, I
2: think I mean the Lions. We we obviously talked about Packers defense because that's our role in the, in the pack a day, um, the lines defense hasn't been very good. They, they allow 20, almost 26 points a game Now they scored 27. So that's good for them, but they allow 26 points a game. They, 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 they've allowed almost 4,000 passing yards. You could, they have about 5.3 yards a carry. So I'm looking at Aaron Jones to have a big game. I think, I think Rogers will be You know, will be more good Rogers and bad Rogers. Yeah, I, I think the Packers are going to score some points. I'm, I'm going to say 30, final score,
3: 30-20, 30-20. Okay, yeah, the, by 10 points. So the Packers have not given up more than 20 points over the last four games the, the, during the win streak. Right. So they're holding teams That's under 20. Ahead. So something's got to give. The Lions are scoring 27. The Packers are only giving up 20. It's in Green Bay. It's outside. It's in the cold. There's a lot of good energy going on. But you got to play 60 minutes and win this thing. You can't have a brain fart and no. afford to let this let a really good lions team either knock you out and and you both go home crying in the beer or mm-hmm. let the lions sneak into the playoffs and and have to watch them go on and and do and and do some fun things. So, Mark, obviously a lot to happen before we reconvene. So, next week uh this next week could against all odds be a playoff preview show. And again, mm-hmm. 4 weeks ago if you had said there's a better chance than not that the, the, the last show you do of the regular season is going to lead into a playoff show. You both, you and I both would have said like, what are you smoking? Right. I <laughs> feel no,
2: I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly shocked <laughs> by, by what's happened. I, again And here's the thing I, I, I keep saying is like, and they, they won four of their first 12 games, four of 12. And now they have a chance to win five of their last five. That just doesn't happen. That's that, that those things don't happen in the NFL, mm-hmm. but it looks like it, you know,
3: it could, and hopefully it will never give up. Hope never give up hope. So we both picked the, pick the Packers to beat the lions, which gets them into the playoffs. And then we'll, we'll figure out the rest from there. Obviously as the low seed. They'd be taken on the number two seed, which right now is the San Francisco 49ers. And, and, they play at Arizona against the Cardinals team that doesn't have Kyler Murray. So the Vikings need work or Colt McCoy or Colt well, McCoy. The, yeah. So, they, need... so the Vikings need you uh, talk about a miracle, all the miracles they've had. I think they used up their last miracle to beat the Colts. I don't think they have one left, so they're not going to sneak back into that two seed. uh, But we'll have to also see how the Eagles and and Cowboys situation plays out too and all that other stuff. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I know that you did a recap on Sunday, so I know that that's up at Packer Report. What's coming up?
2: (laughs) It's funny yes, because something that you you talked about more than once um, tonight is um, I look back at the last, um, I guess, I think it's six times, That the Packers faced a either where the last game of the season meant either winning the division or making the playoffs at all, Mm -hmm. and the Packers were six for six in those situations. They won that they either won a game that there was a game a couple years ago against the Lions where they were both in, but the winner won the division and the loser got the wild card.
3: That was 2016, I think.
2: Yeah, run the, the table, and the Packers won. Yep. Uh, there's been other times, like you mentioned where they had to win and get help. And they did 2010, they had to win and beat the bears. So I, I, I take a little little trip down memory lane, looking at these at the past Packer win, win winning in games.
3: Beautiful. Get over there and check that out over at Packer report. More importantly, everybody enjoy the hell out of Packers lions. And what I think is going to be a very good Sunday night for the Packers faithful. And then the beat goes on and we see what happens from that point forward. We can only be glad that there may be additional games to worry about, stress about, all that other, other good kind of stuff. We'll be back again next Thursday. Regardless of the outcome, we'll either be talking about the offseason and and the playoff run that could have been or a playoff game that's upcoming, and we'll be talking about the defense against whoever they're going to play's offense. So everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend wherever you're at. Stay warm, stay safe, and as always, Go Pack Go!
4: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
2: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.